The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Farrell on the bench in the biggest way possible. Hanging out. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Florida Palatial right across the river to the woods from where Granny loves a little turban puff before bedtime in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh, people just in plastic bags to break the trap some kind of fashion shake it up. Should do all my friend that come around, put the fudge party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What about the size of data for bridge spotted all over Manhattan? Should do I got a woo-woo. I think I might have caught something from Keith. Should do bad. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell with Carver High this evening. I'm watching the end of this uh, Nets. 128-126 overtime lead over the Raptors in no sleep till. And it's under 30 left now in the overtime. Nets by two. Slim Reaper with the pill. Slim Reaper looking for space. He's got to shoot. One leg. Brick. But they get the offensive board, Duke. I've seen it all. And a foul. So Duke will go to the line. Like, can you imagine, like, what was, uh, am I wrong? Like, um, this guy's name's David Duke, the player for the, the Nets. Is that not, like, the worst name ever? Isn't that the guy from, like, the KKK or something? <laughs> Do you remember that guy? Yes. I believe is that, that, is not, same, that is the same name. Same name. Yes. Yeah. Well, it could be worse. <laughs> I just couldn't. Have. I like. I'd be in. I'd be filing paperwork. It's not ideal. I mean, unfortunately, that does happen to a lot of people. I mean, you know the the Raven broadcaster Jerry Sandusky. Uh, now his yeah. is actually a, his is actually a G, not a J. But right. when people hear the name Ravens play by play voice Jerry Sandusky, they think, oh Sandusky, you know that's you know isn't that the guy at Penn State? So. <laughs> You know, Jerry there in Baltimore has got to deal with that for the rest of his life. Kind of like David Duke there. How about your boy David Duke, a, a young brother playing for the Nets, and his <laughs> yes. his name is the same name of the ringleader of the KKK. I've seen it all. I'm like, what could be worse than having that name? Honestly. I mean, to tell you, stop you in your tracks. 
So anyway, uh, the Raptors should have won this game. They were up 120 to 117. No time left. The Nets tie it, send it to overtime. And I mean, the Nets had this game. And, or uh, the Raptors had this game by the throat. And, you know, I won't deny that uh, Durant played tonight, but nobody else. Like, uh, I never saw Harden in this game. He didn't play. And uh, they had, like, Blake Griffin getting minutes. He fouled out. They got, like, David Duke playing. They got this guy Sharp playing. They have all their no-names. Like, all their best players are out. They had Patty Mills playing. He had a big game. I think Patty Cakes had, like, 29 or something. KD had 34, 13, and 11. The triple-double and eight in overtime. The Slim Reaper is just nasty. We welcome our radio affiliates to Pharrell on the Bench. Your boy, the, the easy money sniper, getting an eight spot in the extra session. I mean, they need a bucket right now bad. Can Van Fleet hit a three-bomb? No, it's deflected. Oh, it still went in. Claxton deflected it. It still went in. It's a one-point Brooklyn lead with three seconds left. Now, on ForAllOnEvents.com today, uh, Carver High, I bet on the Nets, and it was originally eight and a half. I had I had the Nets winning and the Raptors plus eight and a half documented. And then you remember it shrank when the whole team, Aldridge, everyone on the team was out. Harden, all these guys, uh, you know, Bembry. I mean, literally, uh, uh, Johnson, yeah. their best players, all their most seven, physical, seven guys violent out. best players and scorers were out of the game except for Durant. And this was an opportunity. I said on Coast to Coast, run to the window, grab the five, and you're good to go. So right now they're down two with no time left in overtime. Half-court shot off the rim. Oh, my God, off the rim. Backboard and rim. And the Nets win it by two in overtime. So I get the double cover. But I did tell you uh, today on Coast to Coast, bet on the Raptors. The Nets have nothing tonight. They're lucky they won the game with all their backups. All the, I mean, literally the end wow. of the bench. It was also a Durant nightmare. Durant loved the win because they play with yeah. all these guys, Edwards, Claxton, Sharp, Duke, Mills, and Griffin, and then that was it. And they won the game, and they had no business winning that game. I mean, the Raptors had this game in the bag. Half-court shot at the end to win goes off the backboard and the front of the rim, and they lose. What a way to go down. Uh, speaking of going down, Steph Curry's uh, third shot of the game went down. He's the all-time three-point king now, and he did it at the world's most famous. Tonight at the Garden in New York, not only did he break the record, he had a big game, and the Warriors wiped out the Knicks. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So, I just wanted to go over this. Um game tonight, 131-129, the Nets win. And they did it with four rookies and eight players. And it was uh, the only ones you've ever heard of are Durant, Griffin, Mills, obviously. Some people have heard of Claxton, but not many, right? Like, you really got to know the NBA to know who Claxton is, right? I mean, Carver High, would you agree with that? I would agree with that. All right, so they they played um, Thomas, rookie, Sharp, rookie, Edwards, rookie, Duke, rookie, and then the other four. And nobody played. Uh, Brown, Carter, Bembry, uh, Aldridge, Harden, none of them played. Like seven or eight guys out of the lineup completely. And you get Durant with um, 30, 34. 13 and 11, the triple double. And then Patty Cakes, 30 points, including seven threes. On the other side, uh, Van Vliet at 31, Trent 25, Siakam 25. It was a crazy game. I mean, absolutely crazy. I got to look at the uh, fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, it's 120 to 117 after the um, Gary Trent 24-footer, uh, the three-pointer from uh, Van Vliet. And then that was with 121 left. And you're telling me, so with 13 left, like a minute later, uh, like over a minute, Patty Mills makes a 25-footer uh, with, from Griffin to make it 120 apiece. And uh, the game ended 120 apiece and went to overtime. And then um, in overtime, you get a uh, Boucher game the lead, Toronto at two. Durant makes a 20-footer. And uh, it's uh, after Siaka made one, it was 124-122. Toronto was still up. Then Durant, another one, a 13-footer pull-up jumper, made it 124 apiece. Then Durant, again, a 17-foot pull-up. From Griffin, 126 apiece, or 126, 124 nets. They're up there. Then Mills, a 16 foot uh, pull up jumper. They're up four. And then Trent, a four foot layup. It's a two point game. And then you get a uh, a Duke, a uh, couple of free throws he makes. And then Mills uh, makes one free throw, 131, 129. That's how it ended after Van Vliet hit a 28 footer. That was deflected and still went in. Uh, so they win 131-129. Crazy game. Uh, they had no business winning, and they still won. They got it done with their deep-ass rotation. I mean, they went deep into the barrel to get, you know, four rookies playing with four guys that you know, three you know, one you don't. I mean, it was literally three players you've heard of five you've never heard of and they and they won the game an nba professional game they got no business winning that game i i don't care who they play they could play the thunder and they would you know lose that game garber high you you, you play with three guys and then five nobodies 
four rookies that have never played a minute in their life, and they win the game. I don't care where they played it, in Brooklyn at the Barclays. I don't care if the game was in my driveway. They got no business winning that game against a, you know, a veteran team. There's not one veteran team in the league that would have lost that game, in my opinion. You know, when you play with a team with nobodies and rookies and just to put a team on the floor because of COVID and you still win, you got no business winning, but you still win. That to me is depth. That to me is we can play with five nobodies and still beat you. That's crazy to me. That is that is absolutely crazy. But a better's delight tonight hitting uh, Toronto with the five. I got it at eight and a half. It moved to five when they all those players got announced they weren't playing. It should have been it should have been Toronto minus five. It or actually it I think been. got a little bit lower, even closer to tip because once they said Harden uh, and Bowen were out. So that that actually that was just Brown. after we finished uh, Brown. I mean, when, once they had Harden and Brown out, that was a little bit after we finished coast to coast uh, at six o'clock. So I think it even got a little bit lower than the five. But honestly, my that that's an awful job by Toronto tonight. Like that's an awful job. Like I get it. The Nets still had the best player on the court. I understand it. Durant's all world, and he destroyed him in overtime. And that's still an awful job by Toronto. They got to win that game tonight. They just I agree. Awful job. Especially when you got three guys scoring over 25 points, you know, 25 or more. Yeah. You got Van Vliet with 31 and Trent and Siakam with 25 apiece. Name the last time those three had that type of night and they lost. You can't have three star players with 31, 25, and 25 and lose. That's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. All right, let's talk about uh, Steph Curry. Uh, did you see him hit the the shot? It was he made uh, his first shot was a deep three, and then he missed his second shot. His third shot was on the wing. Uh, he kicked out. Um, he leaked out a little bit on a, a screen, and he popped out to the wing. And Burks was all over him, but it didn't matter because he 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 leaked out so quickly and got the ball. And just shot it, like falling away, deep bomb, wing three, and it was all in that splash. Boom, he broke the record. The place went crazy, the garden. They stopped the game, and the guy literally hugged everyone from uh, here to Hyannisport. I mean, he hugged everyone, his mother, his father, his, uh, Alan, Reggie, uh, every movie star. Uh, there were celebrities there he was hugging. I mean, he he literally I, he hugged the, every. I'm surprised he didn't hug fans like normal everyday Joes. All I know is they stopped the game for him. Later, he went over to the bench and hugged his mom behind the bench. Uh, it was crazy. Uh, the garden was going crazy. They wouldn't even sit down uh, when the game started. They just stood there and waited for him to do it. Yeah, big moment for Steph. Uh, finally gets it done. All, everybody had all those crazy bets, all the sports books. Would he do it in the first quarter? But, yeah, he got it done quickly. Garden was nuts. I, I was kind of thinking about it tonight, watching it all. Like, I don't know. I, I think that, the, that it's getting probably a little overblown, the whole three-point record thing. Like, it was bound to Like, everybody just – the game's changed so much in the last 10 to 15 years. Everybody's just chucking threes so much. Like, I wouldn't be stunned if – you know, a bunch of guys from this generation are all in the top five or top ten of that within the next five to ten years. 
They just the overload of threes now is just it's crazy. So yes, of course you give me respect. It's a great moment, but I don't think it's as big a deal as a lot of people are making it out. Well, so here's the deal. He did it in you know right five hundred fewer games. Yeah, uh, something like that. Um, maybe it's seven hundred fewer games, something like that. It was thirteen hundred to seven something. So yeah. whatever. And then uh, the difference is is that when Reggie Miller was doing it, they averaged uh, five right uh, threes uh, per game. Teams that would make five yeah. threes a game. And then when Ray Allen did it, it was up to um, like uh, 13 threes a game, right? Mm -hmm. And now um, they're averaging, uh, they shoot 35 threes a game at least. So the volume is uh, just, it's crazy. Tonight, Ernie said uh, on TNT, he said, you know, Shaq and Ernie were sitting there talking with whatever, Jed and, and Barkley that in 10 years, it could be 55 a game. Wouldn't stun me. That they shoot 55 threes a game. So uh, they talk about how much they don't like. Big guys don't like the three ball. But the three ball is definitely a definitive uh, part of the game now. It's all it's all there is. At the high school, college, and pro level, everybody's chucking threes. And that's just all there is to it. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, so the Warriors won that game 105-96 over uh, the Knicks at the Garden, and it was easy money, uh, easy pickings. I hit that game as well, betting. Curry had 22, uh, pretty much layman's work. He had five threes. He needed uh, two to break the record. He got that easily. and he was, But he, he really didn't shoot that well, five of 14. And on this whole trip, he's been shooting bad from three I said last night or maybe even today on coast to coast I don't know if I did or not I thought I did like I know I did last night like at one point I talked about look I I know they're nine and three on the road that that's impressive fair enough but like tonight they look like themselves to me tonight. They look like themselves tonight in the fourth quarter. They took over the game. They won the game and they finished them off. Right. But, um, you know, I think that this is not the same team away from San Francisco, away from the chase away from home. It's a different looking, uh, show. You know what I mean? Like, I know everyone is probably in particular that way when they play on the road, they're, they're, 
the struggles are, are real, right? You play on the road, you lose games. And when you win on the road, it's, it's the exception, right? And then you, you go out and let's say you have a six game road trip and you, you're lucky if you win two games, right? Or you're really lucky if you go 500, if you go three and three on a road trip, that's like a good business trip, right? In the NBA or even the NHL. Would you agree with that Carver high? Uh, 100%. If you're going on a long road trip like that, no doubt. Okay. So what I'm saying is, is that they, their attack is not the same. Obviously, uh, you know, to me, even though they have the record, fair enough, they don't look the same to me on the road as they do when they're playing at home in the chase. Now people would say, well, obviously, but I'm talking about this for one reason is that, in the playoffs, what are they going to do on the road if they're going to play average on the road? People are talking about them winning the NBA championship, which they've won many of them. We all know. But are they going to win the title if they don't win on the road? That's my point. Because, like, do you remember how much of a struggle it was for the for the Bucks to – you know, it, it, like in the in the net series, if you remember, right? Am I wrong? It came down to game seven. They won on the road. I was the only team that won on the road. They won one game on the road, and it was game seven, right? Yeah. So how are you going to win the NBA championship if you play average on the road? Now, people will say, oh, well, they're nine and three. They don't play average. Everything's different. They're not scoring as much. The games are different but- on the road. The games are different. Their scoring output's different. Their defense is different. The numbers are different. The, the uh, productivity's different. Everything's different than when they play at home. And I mean, it, it's painfully obvious to me. Like, um, if you look at the games that they just played, right? They beat the Pacers by two. The Pacers suck. Okay. The, um, they beat the um, the Sixers beat them uh, 102-93, kicked their ass in Philly Saturday night. They beat the Blazers, but that was at home. So this road trip was Sixers, Pacers, Knicks. They got the Celtics Friday night, and then they're in Toronto Saturday wow. night, and then they're Long home Monday against the Kings, right? Long road so, trip. That's a long road trip. Now they should beat the Celtics because I think the Celtics are ass. And like the Raptors tonight gave the Nets all they could handle, even though it was a poser Nick or net lineup. It was a poser lineup. But I'll bet you they give them a game in Toronto. I'll bet you they give them a game in Toronto. And then uh, they'll go home and get back to business. They'll kick the Kings' ass. They got a game next Thursday against the Grizzlies. That'll be the game of the night. I mean, the Grizzlies are for so real. When is when is that Boston and Toronto game? So they're playing Boston on Friday, and then when are Friday they playing and Toronto? Saturday. Back he won't to play back. Saturday. There's... He won't. He won't play Saturday in Toronto. Curry yeah, won't he'll play. Take Saturday. off. Because he, he would have did that tonight if he wasn't going for, a, or maybe not tonight at the Garden. He, maybe he would have sat him last night in Indiana. He likes to sit Curry on these back-to-backs on the road. He likes to do that. There's no way he's playing both those games. I agree. And uh, they'll lose one of those games. 
I won't be surprised at all that they play flat even on Friday night against the Celtics. You would think they'd beat the Celtics easily because I think the Celtics are worse than the Knicks. I, I think the Knicks are a 500 team, and I think the, uh, the Celtics are a 500 team. But I think, I, I mean, they're almost the same, but I'm not impressed with either one of them. Like, last year's Nick team, Carver High, was better than this year's Nick team. It just was. And, and I said the reason they were last night is glaring to me is that their perimeter defense with uh, Fournier and, and at, at the time, uh, your boy, uh, what's his name, that, you know, they benched Kemba Walker, their soft-ass perimeter defense where they just, anybody can do whatever they want and, and, and you know, exceed the perimeter defense and get around it and go right, dribble drive, see you bye. Uh, break a leg, break an ankle, step back, do whatever they want. Last year, the physicality, I never realized that when I watched them, I used to think Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock suck. As, as offensive players, they suck. They're average at best. But as defensive players in the NBA, those are two rugged, tough brothers. Right? They, you, you're going go, you, to go around Reggie Bullock, my ass. You're gonna get. Uh, you're gonna chip a tooth. You're gonna go through Alfred Payton. You're gonna. You're, you're gonna break a finger or a wrist. Something's gonna happen to you because those dudes play physical perimeter defense. So last year, no one could break that that code. You couldn't break that line of defense. You couldn't break the barrier. You couldn't just dribble drive through them and get whatever shot you wanted. This year. You can do it easily. I mean, it's just easy. It, it's every guy, any any guy, every guy, every night does whatever they want to the Knicks defensively. Like the other team's guards are able to get inside the perimeter defense in five seconds, and it's just good night, and then everything opens up. Once you get into the paint, you can go big, you can go three in the corner, you can go three on the wing, or you can float it in yourself. It's no different than quickly doing it when he runs down and gets in and gets that little floater off, right? It's it's no different than breaking a zone. You break a zone, you get inside, you get into the paint, and you do whatever you want. It's about space. And if you can get past that defense, which the Knicks have none of this year, and Thibodeau knows it, watch them. Just watch the games. They have no perimeter defense. Fournier sucks. He does one thing only. And he doesn't even do that that well. And that's shoot threes, right? He's average at best. And ever since they got him, every night it gets worse for him. They just keep talking about this guy's having a bad year. He's just not producing and not shooting well. And it's gotten in his head and he's, he's off. You know who he reminds me of? The guy reminds me of Landry Shamit, who the Nets had last year. And you know what he had last year? Just an enema bag year. He couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Now he's playing in Phoenix. The guy's hitting every three he takes. But last year in Jersey, he couldn't, He you know, playing for the Nets, whatever, in Brooklyn, he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. And once you get to a point psychologically where you can't hit a shot and you're thinking every time you pull up, you're going to miss, you're finished. You're not hitting any shots. Another guy that has had that problem over the last two years, you know who I'm going to say, don't you? What guy has 
typically been a great three-point shooter and then became a absolute disaster shooting the three ball the last two seasons. Kenny Green. That's right. I mean, boom, Carver High, <laughs> right there. I mean, oh, is that a great, I mean, wheel of fortune. Danny Green. I mean, there it was right there. Jeopardy, wheel of fortune. It was all right there. I gave you one question. You answered it perfectly. You win all the money. Danny Green couldn't hit the ocean from the beach for the last two years. I mean, he's awful. He's finished. And he don't even matter. Like, when he gets the ball in Philly, I'm like, this is awesome. I mean, it is. I mean, I am just making money because that guy can't hit anything. Fournier can't hit anything. Shamit couldn't hit anything. Once you get that, uh, that, you know, bad vibe in your head that you can't hit a shot, and you're like cold, you're slumping, you're not hitting, and you're like, what's wrong here? I mean, you there's stuff going through your head. You can't hit it. You couldn't even hit a free throw. You know, another guy that had it was Simmons. He can't hit a mid-range, a layup, a free throw, a three. Guy couldn't hit anything. He hadn't played since. That guy hasn't played since. He's a mental head case. Trust me. I'm telling you, that defense used to be physical with Bullock and Pey- Peyton, and now they're soft as, uh, you know, a strawberry shortcake. It's Pharrell on the bench. Go with us. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Now I'm watching the uh, Suns and the Blazers from the Moda in Rip City. And it's 32-23 Suns at the start of the second. And they certainly look better uh, than they did last night when they played uh, the Clippers in L.A. and got uh, worked over 111.95. Prior to that, they beat the Celtics, blew them out, beat the Spurs by four, lost to the Warriors, and beat uh, the Pistons. So here they are tonight playing Portland. Uh, in Portland, and they're up nine uh, early in the second. And we'll see how this game develops. But what's amazing to me is how, and I've talked about this on on both shows, to me it's truly amazing how, you know, no one talks about the, the Suns. I mean, that is beyond staggering to me uh, that no one talks about them. I mean, literally, do they? I mean, they talk about the Warriors. And I've heard plenty of, uh, you know, certainly, I mean, I mean, just overkill Lakers, right? I mean, the Lakers right now are the six. And they, they get talked about 
I mean, every day, everywhere, always, I mean, nonstop, they get attention. Like, I mean, for a team that's two games over 500, they get talked about like they've won five titles in a row. Am I wrong, Carver High? I mean, they get more attention than any team in the NBA. And meanwhile, they suck. A lot of juice. I mean, they suck. And, you know, and then I hear, you know, like Barkley said today that the Jazz are going to win the West. The Jazz are going to win the West. Yeah, enough with the Jazz. Like, honestly, Charles, like, get serious. I mean, do you watch the games, bro? Every single year, the Jazz win 55 games. They smoke everybody at home. They get into the playoffs, and what happens? What happens? And they lose. Every single year. They never get it done. Ever. That they're now they're like almost at the top of the list. Like the Bucks were there for a while. They finally got it done this past year. Now it's the Jazz. Until you actually see them do it, they will never do it. Ever. So they're nineteen and seven. You got uh national hosts clamoring that they're gonna win the West. And uh, the reality is uh no one uh you know, and, and I've even heard literally, and, and listen, I'm a fan of the Grizzlies. I like what Memphis is doing. I enjoy him. I like John Morant. I picked him to win the MVP. You know, he's not going to win the MVP because of uh, Steph Curry and, and KD. But in my opinion, he, without a doubt, he's third right now. He, he's got to be third in the voting. He's unbelievable. He's not even playing. And he's unbelievable when he does play. But they're winning without him, right? They're, they've gone 8-1 and one or something without him. That's insane. But they get more attention, they really do, than the Phoenix Suns. I mean, is it not amazing to you in some capacity or another that they went to the NBA Finals and lost to the Bucks and to Giannis, which is no joke. I mean, that guy is no joke. And... Middleton and, you know, Lopez and uh, Holiday and Connaughton and, and Portis. And it just goes on and on and on. Tucker was on that team. That was a loaded team. And the Suns were deeply talented and young and athletic and very good. And then they got beat. It is what it is. But have you ever seen a team go to the NBA Finals and play the way Booker did and play the way Chris Paul did and play the way Aiton and Bridges did and Payne and Cameron Johnson that, that played that way? They played that way. And then they come into this year and they go, I mean, 21 and 5. Now, they won 18 straight games, right? And have you ever seen a team start the way they did with 18 straight wins off of a trip to the NBA Finals? They lost. That literally, have you ever heard anyone say a word about how good they are? I mean, other than, oh, my God, they've won 15 in a row, 16 in a row, 17 in a row, 18 in a row. People say all the time, can you believe how many games the Suns have won in a row? But have you ever heard anyone say that they're actually a really good team? No, no. Juice. They just say, can you believe they've won 18 in a row? Or And then once they won 18 in a row and lost, they finally lost. No one ever no said juice. another word about them. Once they lost after winning 18 in a row, they were finished. 
I mean, they are not on the tongue of anyone, are they? I mean, you have to admit it. No juice whatsoever. Zero juice. Well, that you is some, why? Because, massive heaping because amounts especially of BS. in the Western Conference right now, they are in the back seat to these other teams. Listen, the Warriors and Steph's had all this going on. Warriors are back. Clay's almost back. You know, Warriors, great record. The Warriors are back. Then you have the Lakers who, even though they suck, Lakers always are going to get a lot of juice because, you know, they're the Lakers. You got Utah, who everybody loves to talk up. That's why they're not really in the forefront of the Western Conference because they've got a couple of teams, especially the Warriors and the Lakers, who are always going to get more juice than them. Okay, well, um, the Lakers cannot beat the Suns. Okay. No. So that that's not happening. So the Lakers not four out of seven times. The Suns. Not four yeah. out of seven times. Not four out They're of seven times them. they won't beat them. No. They can't beat them. The Suns are better, fivefold better than the Lakers. They are. They're younger, they're faster, they're more athletic, and they got pure players that can absolutely school the Lakers. And that's all there is to it. The Lakers, no one likes talking about it. It's the dirty little secret that they're old. Old and slow. That's all there is to it. They cannot react. I mean, Carmelo Anthony couldn't guard a fly in his kitchen. Right? So, I'm telling you, there's no one. He can't stop anyone on that team. He couldn't guard one player. Not one. Even, um, you know, in my opinion... Uh, McGee, the way he blocks shots and the way he rebounds and the way he plays uh, all out, like lunatic fringe all out. Like the guy's a, a maniac when he plays, right? You put Crowder and that guy out on the floor and Aiton and they will eat Anthony Davis alive because Anthony Davis is cream puff city. Is he not like that guy gets injured when he turns off his alarm clock. So, I'm talking about guys that just absolutely go all out crazy to do block every shot and dunk the ball and finish and do whatever and play high speed. And Anthony Davis ain't that guy. He is not that guy. Don't even try to sell well, me that. Look, he's he's an extremely talented player. We know that. A great player, Anthony Davis. But he's got two things that are a major, major knock against him. Number one, he's made of glass. I mean, the dude's made of glass. I mean, you you breathe on that guy, and he's out for two weeks. Number That's two, it. he's got he's got zero toughness. I mean, zero, zero. toughness. He does not want to play any type of physical game. You you don't want anything to do with it. And some people call that soft. Some people call that whatever you want to call it. But he don't want to be involved in any kind of toughness. sugar. That's sugar. He's candy. He ain't he ain't violent. Tremendous player, you, but no tough. You got to be violent. And now listen, and I said this before, and no one liked it, but they won that that poser ass bubble title. They won. <laughs> I mean, that's what that was. That wasn't even real. That was like uh, everybody had the flu, and we're gonna play basketball anyway and see who wins. No fans. LeBron will tell you that was the toughest one to win. LeBron oh you, my ass! That was a that was a, a bubblegum title. I don't know what that was. That wasn't real. That year they celebrated with all their champagne and their banners. You can have that. That wasn't real. You never had to play on the road. You never had to play anywhere. You played in, in an empty arena in uh, in Orlando. Are you kidding me? You never had to go on the road and and be tested. 
You just played every day in a gym. It was like rec league pickup ball is what that was. He didn't have to go up against anybody on the road in a hostile environment. I don't want to hear it. I don't even count it. You can have that all you want, Los Angeles. Keep counting your your titles. All I know is that was phony. And then this, you know, who they are now is who they are. Last year, they were embarrassing, right? And then, uh, I mean, they were embarrassing. And he folded like a cheap deck of cards. And then this year, who are they? They're nothing. They're nothing. So, I mean, they're, they're nothing. Don't even tell me I'm wrong. And then they're not beating a good team like the Suns. Now, I no. get it that the Warriors are everybody's favorite flavor. Congratulations. I'm telling you, when they play in Phoenix, they're going to lose. And I'm telling you, when Phoenix plays in San Francisco, they're going to be the team that wins on the road. They're going to be the team that wins the game on the road like the Bucks won game seven in Brooklyn. The Suns are one. They know how to get to the final. And I don't deny that the Warriors know how to get to the final. I don't I don't deny that at all oh. when you win all those titles that they won. Three guys do. It's it, What? Three guys do. They've turned that team over now. I mean, Steph, Draymond, and Clay do. But the rest of those guys, I mean, Wiggins don't know anything about that. You know, all these other guys, they don't know about getting to a final. That's right. One of those guys That's do. right. So fair enough. And that, that even furthers my point. Now, I don't deny Steph Curry's brilliance. We have to see Clay Thompson prove that he's still, frankly, Clay Thompson. Yep. He Clay Thompson from three years ago is a far cry from the guy that's coming back with a blown out knee and an Achilles. Okay. So let's see what he's made of when he when he actually plays and gets burned and massive minutes. All I know is, is that uh, I don't deny Green's defense. I don't deny Kerr. I don't deny that they can win. I'm telling you, that team in Phoenix, they won. They made it. They did it. And remember in the bubble, in the bubble, remember how, how many games they won in a row in the bubble to make the play-in game? You remember? Yep. That's when it all started, when they found their way and their confidence in Booker. And then you add Chris Paul to that mix and everybody else they got on that team now. They're dangerous as all hell, and they're better than the Jazz. And I, I think they're they can beat the Warriors in San Francisco. They're the team, in my view, still. They're the team still that stands out to me in the West. All these other teams, I think Memphis is a problem for anyone that plays them. They're going to be a problem. And I'm not even I, I'm not even kidding when I can see Memphis and the Suns standing in the Western Final. I'm not even kidding. When I say that, because I'll tell you what, the Grizzlies and Suns play 48 minutes of both ends of the floor and they move the ball and they're athletic and they defend and they run and gun and transition and they, and they play basketball at the highest level. And the Grizzlies play that way every night for 48 minutes. There's none of this Lakers taking a week off at a time. You know, the Warriors aren't the same team on the road as they are at home. The Jazz never win in the playoffs. There's none of that. There's none of that with Memphis and and Phoenix. And you know what? I'm right, so that's the end of the discussion. We're on a bit. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So uh, quite the scene tonight at the Garden with the uh, celebration for Steph Curry. I think um, I think Ray Allen gave Steph Curry the jersey that he wore the night he broke Reggie Miller's record. I think that's what happened. And uh, he gets number 2,974 jersey. They had a special gift for him. Is that the is that the number? That, like, I think it's the two jerseys that I could be wrong that they wore to break the record. So they gave Curry a two thousand nine seventy four. I guess that's what it is. No, it's a it's a jersey with the number two thousand nine seventy four. I thought it was like he got the jersey that that Allen was wearing when he broke Miller's record, right? Like that's what I thought it was, which I think would have been cooler than that. Silly looking two nine seven four jersey. He can't have a number on the back of a jersey two thousand nine seventy four. I don't care what it is, right? Like it just looks stupid. I just saw it. It looks stupid, but uh, his his record certainly isn't stupid. Uh, it's just uh, absolutely unbelievable that he did it in the amount of uh, games that he did it in. Um, it, it really is unbelievable. The guy has had. Uh, seven seasons with over, I think it's 250. Seven times he's had over 253s in a season. Now they're talking about him having like 400 some this year. 400 plus threes in a season. So when he plays for six or seven more years, imagine what the number of threes he's going to hit is between now and the end of his career. Some people believe it, it's literally never going to be broken ever again. We'll see. for all on the bench. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.